Welcome to her authentic self. Um, if you're a person who's afraid to be vulnerable, someone who doesn't like to take accountability, um, this is not the podcast for you. But if you are looking for a community of women who are imperfect, who are growing and doing their best to become the best version of themselves, then I'm really glad that you found this podcast. In my own personal journey of self-love and healing, I really felt like there weren't enough spaces where people were being fully vulnerable. Um, I started seeing a therapist about a year ago and really just grew my passion to want to be a safe space for other people. So welcome to your safe space, her authentic self. Here, we'll talk about everything, all the things that we don't want other people to know, all of the things that are still holding us back from having joy, having peace, um, really establishing a community of women where we can be honest with one another, um, even when the truth is ugly. So buckle in because you're in for a ride. How many of us are perfectionists? How many of us always want to portray the best version of ourselves, don't like to open up, don't like to be vulnerable? I wonder where that stems from, this idea that everything in your life is good you're happy, you're successful, you're well paid, you're in love. Is any of that really true though? I mean, can you have all those things? Maybe. But does that mean that your life's perfect? I feel like the answer is probably no. I don't know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, there's a lot of things that you stopped yourself from doing, Christina, because of other people. And even now that I have, you know, started recording and creating episodes that I feel, you know, will be impactful for other people, I have my moments where I think, well, should I go to streaming platforms? <laughs> Is that the route that I want to go? Like, that's a big audience. What if they don't like it? What if it's not perfect? What if there's room for improvement? Um, I acknowledge those thoughts that I have. I don't try to define them as good or bad, but I try to analyze them like, okay, where is that thought coming from? And is that a thought that best serves you? So immediately I think that that thought comes from fear. I want to say naturally we fear the unknown, but I don't want it to be considered natural. I don't want it to be considered human nature. We have to actively uncondition ourselves to be afraid. I don't want to be afraid. I don't want to have fear because I don't want to stop myself from achieving my purpose. I don't want to be stuck in one place for the rest of my life. Um, so I don't want to be afraid anymore. And does it best serve me to, to not 
pursue the things that I love because it's not perfect because someone else might not you know love your ideas I don't know I just feel like that's not something that best serves me because once again I would be living in a place of stagnation and not not achieving and becoming like my full self the the woman I'm supposed to be I just feel like that that hinders you in life um think of all of the greatest or the most successful people you can think of off the top of your head Mark Zuckerberg um Jeff Bezos like just like the really big big dogs I guess in in the economy um you don't think that they had moments where they thought I'm scared what are people going to think what if it's not perfect i'm sure the first prototype of you know the ipod or the first prototype of um microsoft word wasn't perfect i mean look at us today how many updates have we had how many like new versions of things have come out um they're constantly making it better but they still put it out is what i'm trying to say so if you are on the fence about doing something because you don't know if it's going to be well received you feel like a certain sense of imposter syndrome like you're not good enough or you're not meant to be doing what you're doing i challenge you to think one is that the thought that best serves you and two are you living from a place of fear and is that what you want to do for the your rest of your life do you want to be afraid i'm learning about myself i'm learning about my own limiting thoughts that i maybe didn't realize were there um but I'm not going to be afraid anymore to move forward and do the things that, you know, that set my soul on fire. There's a reason why you have very specific desires, very specific dreams. Like, that is unique to you and you alone. And God, the universe, whatever you believe in, wouldn't put that desire inside of you for no reason. I genuinely desire to help other people i genuinely desire to share my story because i know how impactful it's been for me to hear the story of other women and feel better feel safe feel seen and heard and feel hope if she can do it and she went through it, i can do it if she has this powerful you know story testimony advice and look at her now from where she's came from then i can do it and really that's all i want that's all i want this podcast to feel like like one you're never alone because i can tell you right now that that's a very depressing thought just feeling alone when you're surrounded by so many people i don't want that for anyone and two don't allow not being healed don't allow fear don't allow anxiety depression anything that doesn't best serve you to stop you from moving forward think about the thing that you have been procrastinating doing imagine how impactful that could be on some people someone's life like why do we always assume the worst in ourselves in you know what we're looking to achieve why isn't the first thought we have like what if it all works out what if it happens exactly how i thought it was going to 
Maybe because that's a scary thought. Maybe we don't want to see or know how powerful we are. Now, I can say that there's been moments where I really did genuinely have confidence in something I was moving towards, whether it be a job or a relationship, friendship, and it wasn't. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And that used to make me, you know, slightly frustrated with the universe with what I felt like I, I was owed because I had so much faith in those situations and things. But I realized if I was really having so much faith, regardless of what happens, I wouldn't let it get to me. And I know that's a really different perspective, but that's how much faith you really have to have. Like, do I genuinely believe that it all works out for me? Do I genuinely believe I don't have to be afraid? No matter what's happening, the right door will open next. That is so powerful. Imagine how powerful we could be if we really believe that every every day, every second. You'd probably be the happiest person on earth. Think about it. No doubt, no fear, no anxiety. Just confidence in what's to come. I don't know about you guys, but that's that's really what I desire. That's what I want in my life. I've lived from a place of depression. I've lived from a place of anxiety. Um, Just being sad every day, maybe because deep down I knew where I was at in my life is not where I was meant to be, but I still stayed there. (laughs) Just because it was comfortable, it was what I knew. You gotta have faith in what you can't see. You gotta have faith in your power. You gotta have faith in God, in the universe. You gotta have faith that As long as you are doing the work and you are seeking alignment, you're seeking becoming the best version of yourself, the right doors are gonna open. The right people are gonna show up. The right situations are gonna happen at the right time. And those are things that you can't control. I'm gonna share some stories with you guys of situations that have happened to me that you know, I really believe are not coincidence. Like, I cannot make some of this stuff up to you guys. And it's stories like these I like to tell people and I like to remind myself that there's no way anyone could tell me there's not a greater power out there. Whatever that is that you believe in, there's no way anyone could ever tell me that there isn't because I've seen it. I've literally experienced things that don't make any sense. And I don't believe in coincidence. I believe that the universe is always working in my good. Do I forget that sometimes when I get let down by a situation? Absolutely. I'm human. Sometimes I wonder, dang, like, I really thought this one was it. Like, why did it not happen that way? But then I'm not really having 100% faith if I'm questioning it. If I had 100% faith, then I would know, okay, wasn't for me. I'm going to wait for what's for me. One time I worked at a nonprofit organization when I was in college as an internship. Um, it was used to be a church, but they turned into a nonprofit and they do everything out of this building. They have a food pantry, they even have like housing for AIDS victims. Um, they run like food drives, clothes drives um, for low income families. So really, it was a a really great initiative, and they were helping a lot of people, and that's where I worked for um, a few semesters. 
I remember one day I went to work, I put my purse on my desk. There were kind of two, two sides of the building. It was like the office side where, you know, we're doing our work and then the like food pantry side, like the more community side where people come in and, and get their services and leave. But yeah, I left my purse on my desk and I think I went to the bathroom or whatever. I went to grab a coffee or get breakfast and I came back and when I was on my way back, two of the head leaders, like my boss's boss, were calling me into their office and I was so confused. Like, all right, what happened? What did I do? Like, what the heck? I just got here. So there's two of them standing in there and they're with this guy I've never seen before. And he's holding my purse. I'm like, okay, what's happening? He's like, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, I come here regularly. I'm homeless. Like, I come to the food pantry. And, you know, I was on my way out. And I saw your your purse on your desk. I'm like, oh, okay. He's, like, holding my wallet. And the two leaders are looking at me. They're like, well, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to press charges? I'm like what this homeless man I didn't even realize my bag was gone I didn't realize my wallet was gone nothing this homeless man said he was like I couldn't even get like past three blocks like I had something told me I had to come back that's what he said mind you he wasn't gonna get much money from me anyway I was a college student at the time it was an internship at a non-profit you guys like there wasn't, he wasn't going to get any money from me, <laughs> but I had a lot of important things like in my wallet that I really needed. Um, and so they asked me if I wanted to press charges and I said, absolutely not. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Honestly, if I had the money to give you, I would give it to you right now. I'm like, thank you so much for returning my wallet. Have a nice day. I remember calling my parents and telling them that story you know, my mom is very religious. My dad is not. So my mom was like, wow, like, God is really, you know, looking out for you. And then when I talked to my dad about it, he was like, that doesn't make any sense. That's crazy. You need to cancel all your cards. Like, he probably wrote down the numbers. Like, he has your information now. Like, you need to go to the bank. Like, very panicked. Like, you need to do something because this man is going to scam you. So I took both of their advice. I listened to both of them. I watched my bank accounts very carefully for the next like couple weeks, every day, like diligently making sure I'm not missing anything. Do you know that man didn't take any money from me? Didn't steal my identity. Didn't write my card numbers down. Like everything was exactly where it was when I left it and nothing changed for months. So some might be like, oh, well, you just got lucky. Maybe you met a nice homeless man. I don't know about you guys. I don't know anyone that's homeless that needs it more than us that's going to return something like that. And I don't believe in coincidence. Like, I just felt like in that moment, God had opened my eyes so much. Like, you're covered. You're protected. And I wasn't doing anything special at the time. I was in college, like, living my best college life. You know, we would go to church some Sundays and pray, but... You know, nothing I was doing to me felt like, you know, I deserved that kind of grace. But he still did it. And I can tell you several other stories that have happened where 
I technically shouldn't even be here. Like I've, I've been in bad scenarios where I'm like, how, how is this happening around me right now? This is so dangerous or like just situations where I could have easily, easily gotten lost in a bad situation like by myself and the universe, God sends me the right person at the right time to ask me, hey, do you need help? I can show you where to go. And then I turn around to thank them and they're gone. Like I cannot make this stuff up. One time I was traveling alone. I was going to New York, visiting friends, coming back. And I think I got on the wrong train. Somehow I ended up in Jersey. So I needed to figure out what I was doing. And I was panicking a little bit like, oh no, like I'm running out of money. I don't know where I am. I'm by myself. My phone is dead. What am I going to do? And this woman comes out of nowhere and just beelines to me and is like, do you need anything? Can I help you? I'm like, um, yeah, actually, I'm trying to get back, you know, to Boston. I need to take this train. She walks me over to the terminal, like where you get the ticket, orders my ticket for me, walks me straight to the train I'm supposed to get on, waits for me to get on. I don't know this woman. <laughs> just popped out of nowhere right in the moment that I needed someone to help me. And then I'm like so extremely thankful. And I go and be like, thank you so much. Gone. Don't see her. Just like nothing happened. There's been times where, you know, me and my friends were driving in an Uber and we should have gotten into a very bad car accident and somehow we're all here today and we're safe. I don't know about you guys, but I don't take any of those moments for granted. Those are moments I will remember for the rest of my life. And I could tell you even more stories. Like, this is how I know that spirit exists, God exists, something bigger than us exists. And that makes me excited. That makes me want to become the best version of myself. That makes me want to change. That makes me want to treat other people, you know, the way that I receive love. Because it's really amazing. And I think we all deserve that. All right. Last story. Part of my story time. Um, I was dating this guy long time ago. I don't even remember how old I was. But I knew he wasn't the best guy for me. And when I say that, I mean we were just opposite in every way. Like, I was super Christian at the time, very, like, spiritual. He was an atheist. Like, I believe that, like, you know, sex had meaning to it and that it shouldn't just be done with anybody. And he was, like, you know, a sex addict, essentially. Um, so I don't know what about that intrigued me. We had nothing in common, but I just, we would just have debates all the time and go back and forth on different ideas and, the type of person I am is I like to have conversation and I like to like pick people's brains. So I guess that's the part of him that intrigued me. Anywho, he kept reinforcing basically that he wanted to sleep with me. And I kept, you know, putting my wall up and be like, you know, no, like just saying no frequently. Um, and then one day he was like, you know, I'm going to set it up like perfectly. We're going to have this like dream day. Like I'm going to book this trip for us and get this hotel and like it's gonna be special and all those other things and somehow I guess he convinced me to be like okay fine I'll go tell me why like most of the day goes by that we're supposed to meet up mind you I've been telling this man no for months finally he gets a yes like he's like you know gonna move the moon and the stars whatever to make this happen half the day goes by and he's like I don't know what's going on like 
my whole day is going to shit like nothing I've planned was working out I don't know why like everything is just going wrong and I'm like hmm okay interesting I swear as soon as I hang up like I don't know if you guys have like the bible app on your phone but I get like you know it pops up the random scriptures of the day as soon as I get off the phone with him scripture of the day pops up I really wish I could tell you the exact verse but like this is the type of thing that I mean I don't believe in coincidence and I was with my best friend at the time so she can attest to this happening like she's seen it happen I'm like telling her like oh like I don't know what's going on but now he's saying nothing's working out and then immediately scripture bang on my phone that's like beware of whoremongers for they will like destroy you or something like that now i'm not even super religious honestly we didn't even know what whoremonger meant so we googled it my friend and i were like all right what the hell whoremonger like literally the definition of it was him like doesn't believe in anything doesn't stand for anything like will basically drag you into the pit like just doing anything wild like sexually just I don't even know the word that I'm thinking of right now, but basically a sex addict that has the potential to ruin your life. <laughs> she was shook. We were looking at each other like, so I told him, I'm like, you know, you're saying nothing's working out on your end. I just got this random scripture on my phone. I don't believe in coincidences. He got so mad. He's like, what are you saying? Like, you're saying all of this is happening for a reason and la da da. You're calling me whoremonger. I'm like, listen. I believe in the universe giving you signs. This could not be a bigger sign to me. Like, if I was to still move forward and, and meet up with you, like, it just wouldn't feel right. So those are, my, those are my stories that I can tell you guys off the top of my head. Situations where I was like, wow, I can't believe this is happening, but it happened for my benefit. Thank you, God. Um currently i'm in a space where i've been feeling like a lot of the relationships that i've wanted the most seem to have hurt me the most or seem to have just not been the right fit and it makes me wonder like you know why is god removing those relationships from my life when i wanted those the most when i loved those the most you know when it hurt me the most i'm like praying about it god this person is for me like change their heart like please allow them to just treat me better and then those people end up disappearing when i say disappearing literally disappearing like ghost people that i've were in significant relationships with for a period of time just gone and those obviously you know that's painful when that happens and you wonder why but when i think of it when i think of anything that was just taken away from me very quickly without me understanding it was always for my good it was always really helping me in a way that i didn't see so that's what i'm going to leave with you guys today if you are feeling frustrated and wondering why relationships are falling off opportunities are falling off doors are closing I hope you find comfort in knowing that I was also frustrated by those things, but I realize a lot of the times, like, redirection is really for our benefit. If it was supposed to be, it would be. If it was for you, the door would open. 
if that was the opportunity like that was going to propel you into your purpose you would have it so anything that you don't have is for a reason all right you guys i hope you have a great rest of the day